Right. Then the Lord said to Moses, leave this place. We had Exodus chapter 33. Exodus chapter 33. Then the Lord said to Moses, leave this place, you and the people you brought up out of Egypt and go up to the land I promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, I will give it to your descendants. I will send an angel before you and drive out the Canaanites, Amorites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Go up to the land, go up to the land flowing with milk and honey. But I will not go with you, because you are a stiff necked people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard these distressing words, they began to mourn, and no one put on any ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, tell the Israelites, you are a a stiff-necked people. If I were to go with you, even for a moment, I might destroy you. Now take off your ornaments, and I will decide what to do with you. So the Israelites stripped off the ornaments at Mount Horeb. Now Moses used to take a tent and pitch it outside the camp some distance away, calling it the tent of meaning. Anyone inquiring of the Lord will go to the tent of meeting outside the camp. And whenever the Moses went out the camp, whenever Moses, I'm sorry, and whenever Moses went out to the tent, all the people rose and stood at the entrance, entrances to their tents watching Moses until he entered the tent. As Moses went into the tent, the pillar of cloud would come down and stay at the entrance, while the Lord spoke with Moses. Whenever the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance to the tent, they all stood and worshipped, each at the entrance to his tent. The Lord would speak to Moses face to face as a man speaks with his friend. Then Moses would return to the camp, but his people, but his young aide, Joshua, son of Nun, did not leave the tent. Moses said to Moses, said to the Lord, you have been telling me, leave these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name and you have found favor with me. If you are pleased with me, teach me your ways so I may know you and continue to find favor in you. Remember that this nation is your people. Verse 14, the Lord replied, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. Then Moses said to him, if your presence does not go with us, do not send us up from here. How will anyone know that you are pleased with me and with your people unless you go with us? What else will distinguish me and your people from all the other people on the face of the earth? And the Lord said to Moses, I will do the very thing you have asked because I am pleased with you and I know you by name. Then Moses said, now show me your glory. 
And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I have, I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? The rock. Jesus is our rock. The New Testament reveals that, that Jesus is our rock. And in order to relate with God, we have to stand, trust in Jesus, because he is our rock. That's the only way we can enter into the, the, the good favor of, of God, that is, be accepted by God, to be reconciled to God, to be redeemed from our sin, that is, to be saved from our sin. That's the only way, it's through Jesus Christ. So this was, in many ways, a what um, many scholars call a foreshadowing of Jesus, our rock, giving us a glimpse of, 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 of Jesus, of, of, of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who would save us from our sin, which really is to save us from the judgment of God, the wrath of God, the anger of God against sin against sinners so really that's what the, that's what the author here is trying to teach us that you know Jesus is no accident he didn't he, he's no accident he didn't he God had planned to send his son way before this was written and not only did he plan to send his son, but he had planned to teach his people, give them hope. Not teach his people, but to, he had planned to give them hope by giving them glimpses of his mercy and his goodness that he had planned in Christ Jesus. Are you following what I'm saying? That's how God works. He doesn't leave us. Uh, how can I say it? Clueless. He gives us clues on what our future will be like. Even now, he gives us clues as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He gives us his word. He tells us in advance that Jesus will return. And he says, wait. Wait on the Lord. Find hope in the Lord. Be joyful in hope. Why? Because he's going to fulfill all that he had promised in his word. So we can be joyful in our, in, in our hope in the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we know that when he does return, we are going to be changed. We're not going to be the same. Do you believe? Do you believe in the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ?
That's the question. I believe. Do you believe? Verse 21. Then the Lord said, There is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Even right now, our sins are being covered. Because if our sins were not covered, then God would unleash his, his full anger upon us and we would be destroyed instantly. The reason why we are here, the reason why we have, the reason why we, we, are, we exist today is because God is covering our sins with the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's what's keeping him from, 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 from destroying us. It's the blood of Jesus Christ. And that's what he's, again, he's giving, he's, he's teaching Moses this very fact right now as we read. Verse 23. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. One day, when the Lord Jesus returns, we will see him. New Testament tell us, tells us, we will see him face to face. I don't know about you, but I look forward to that day. I'm looking forward to seeing Jesus face to face. I'm looking forward to seeing my Lord and Savior, Jesus, face to face. Looking him in the eye and, and giving him and saying to him, Lord, thank you. Thank you for dying for my sin. Thank you for taking the punishment that I deserve. Thank you for your gift of eternal life. Do you look forward to that day? A day when there will be, according to the Bible, there will be no more crying, no more weeping, no more sadness, no more death. But we will see our Lord Jesus face to face. We won't see God in his fullness and glory, but God will be there and we will know that he will be there. Just like Adam and Eve in the garden in the beginning. I don't know how that's going to be exactly, but I do know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ will be there. Amen. Let us pray. Oh God, Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for my my children who faithfully sit and listen as I read your word. They are so encouraging and I just I'm so thankful in Jesus' name. Bless you. I pray that uh, your word will go out and bless others as well. In Jesus' name. Amen.